Freedom Cats podcast is brought to you by Hoplore Brewing with two locations in the historic Leesburg Mill and the new location on Market Street. We brew with innovation. How does this not giggle a little bit? Because it- Freedom Cats is brought to you by JC Innovations. We provide engineering services for medical device development and defense. It's also brought to you by Tippy River Adventures. Want to get on the Tippy River? Enjoy the water with your friends and family. Come out, check us out, have some fun. Freedom Cats is brought to you by 24-7 Cars. Are you looking for an affordable vehicle that you'll love? Then come see us at 24-7 Cars. With two locations to serve you in Laurel and Bluffton, you'll find what you're looking for at 24-7 Cars. What's up, everybody? This is the Freedom Cats podcast. I'm your host, Chris Plack. With me, Jody Claypool, Stephen King, producer Brian on the ones and twos. Ricka, ricka, wow. What's up, guys? I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a minute. What's been going on? (sighs) Life. Life. Yeah. Been putting people on the river. Tell me about that. It's going good. Yeah, we've cleaned up. uh, We've made a two-hour section uh, of the Tippy River that is clean for people to go float. And we provide kayak and canoe rentals and transportation. We make it easy. Who's and so people have been out there, man. They are, they are using it. It's good to see. Who's we? Me and Ryan Martin. So for anybody who is Wait. in the farm community, Ryan Martin does the weather and crop reports on the radio. Yep. So he's, he's got, got that voice distinct, for it. He does yeah. have that voice for it. Yeah, he's really good at it. So when you and Ryan Martin are on the Tippy River doing float trips, what do you call yourselves? What do we call ourselves? We're Tippy River Adventures. There it is. Oh, you there wanted, oh, it is. Right. And you were uh, got it. kind of pulling it out of me. I, on that one. I felt like I had to. My yeah. goodness, is it, is it selling people down the river a a saying of like sending them to jail or something? Ratting people out, ratting people out. Yeah, sending people down. He sent send them down, 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 down the river. Sell, yeah, you're going to jail down the right? river. if you go if you get it sent down the river. Right? Is that? Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, we're not sending people to hey, Brian, jail. Let's look we're that just, up. We're, 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 that up. we're just sending people it's down a, the river. Sending down it's the river. It's a two-hour, uh, two to three-hour adventure. Uh, it is a technical float. It's not like a tubing float. It's a technical float. So you get on like the, so technically you're floating. What does that mean? A technical yeah. float. It what it means is you have to know how to paddle and steer because there's there are we didn't clear the river. We cut pockets okay. through the log jams. So you got to find the pocket. So we we cleared like you have any hot pockets? Eighty or ninety percent. We, we <laughs> what's your favorite hot pocket? <laughs> favorite? Yeah. Um, the pepperoni. I mean, that's kind of the standard, right? Yeah, it's the classic. Hot ham and cheese is pretty good. Hot pockets. You have a hot river. pocket thought? Yeah, like obviously we're you know what i actually talk. i actually uh <laughs> well, like, yeah cool river taco let's talk about hot pockets <laughs> i used to i used to get into the aldi version of the hot pockets oh, and they had like the it's always, you know version. the, the uh, ham and cheese ones are pretty it's all always right. the aldi yeah of course you're an aldi guy yeah 100 percent. i'm 100 percent an aldi guy yeah, no, you know what aldi is probably the second best rebrand of the century to aioli because when i was growing up you know, we weren't well off, and that was where you know the poor people went to to get their stuff. Because you know, you got to put a quarter in. So you're not going to steal the cart because you want your quarterback. And then they, you know, rebrand in this like all natural, um, you know, high end uh, adult lunchable place. Yeah, and yeah. they're not a sponsor or anything, but they really 
have done a great job of stepping up their game as far as food quality yeah. and specialization. Like their cheeses and dairy products are phenomenal. So back back to the river. <laughs> the, no. Uh, no, no, no. What's our hot pockets? <laughs> Stefan was talking about how tough it was growing up as a kid. I wanted to like. Uh, you missed it. You missed the mark, man. So tell us more about talking at Aldi, man. It was tough times back then, right? <laughs> well, it was it was kind of like Save a Lot. You guys remember uh, I do Save a Lot? Yeah, now is what Aldi's was yeah. like when I was a kid thirty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, second second best rebrand of the century. Second brand. Well, because it, it's like it, it's like Trader Joe's second cousin, right? Now Aldi. Now yeah. it is. Yeah. Basically, like the like the stuff that they don't put on the shelf. Well, and I think they actually have different. They they do a little bit of a different merchandise for the area too. Do they? Yeah, there was a up north um, of Chicago. There's a really super high end Aldi up there that's got like a bakery in it. Like they're actually oh, that's cool. yeah they're actually making stuff in the store, fresh baked goods. So with Aldi, right? So there's a lot of like store brand level stuff but then there's just hidden gems i, I love those knockoff that? brand yeah oh and they got yeah. the they got the crazy like aisle that's just random stuff so you can get like a coffee maker or like patio furniture or workout equipment yeah and it's just there for like a week i love i yeah. do love the, it seems like it's a newer kind of thing but i do love like the the whole like uh the why pay retail model of stores mm-hmm. right like hey we just bought some pallets of stuff we're gonna throw it out on these shelves, and you might find a coffee maker. Or you oh, might, that's totally the. Or yeah, you, that's or, totally it. Well, but it's sometimes I love when they go there, and sometimes it's like we just have thirty small t-shirts. Remember what Big Lots used to be? It was just cardboard box cut open, and you're you're getting like pleather jackets or pens for school. Big Lots Which, is coming back to Warsaw, apparently. But yeah, it's, not, it's not like Big Lots big anymore, right? Like Big Lots, right. like not, that's not what it is now. Right now, or D and K, big lots and D and K were kind of the same thing. If you guys are familiar no, with D and K, familiar with them. Yeah, we're getting a big lots. That was yeah. the big. Everyone's like, we're gonna get a Target. No, we're big lots. We're a big lots community, and that's okay. <laughs> we'll probably get a five below too. Um, is my guess. You know, they have like so. We, so our, our our town is experiencing a, a little bit of a retail boom on a certain area of town. We got a bunch of new places coming. Although yeah. it is funny if you've noticed, we're getting two of everything, like. So we had the, what's the, what's the place? What's the uh, field and stream place or whatever all the way? Rural King? No, the other one next to it. Uh, that, Pra- uh, home and Prairie. Okay, so you had Home and Prairie. And they're like, oh, we've got a place where you can buy, like, seed and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Let, now we're going to get a Rural King. So now we have two of those. We have three. Yeah, we have TSC, too. That's good. Honestly, that's good that there's places to buy seed. But then we had a 24-hour fitness place in that strip mall in US there. And they're like, oh, let's get another one. Now we're putting in a Planet Fitness. Yeah. Um. We, we had a Culver's, right? Or I had a Culver's. But we're getting a second Culver's. Like every all of this, it seems like all of this new commercial expansion, you can only bring in a new store if we already have one. So we're getting a five, we're getting a big lots. Makes sense we're going to get a five below because that's the other, that's the same, mm-hmm. the same thing. A lot of storage units coming into town too. Yeah, because we need more stuff. New Marsh, I hear, is going to be a storage unit Marsh is going to be a new storage unit. Place. We need like ah. a big lot, like the old traditional big lots and Aldi based on what's coming. I used to dumpster dive as a yeah. teenager behind big lots. Oh, oh but you found gosh, some good yeah. stuff, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was before they started like padlocking dumpsters. Yeah. Like, I, I do have to admit like one day we found a bunch of like pies and stuff and 
They were good. <laughs> they were good. They were, like, still, they were good. still in the box. Back back then we ate dumpster pies. That's right. Dumpster pies. <laughs> like you know, we like those dumpster pies. Yeah. These kids today don't know what it's like. Oh, uh, sold down the river. Sold down the river. Yeah, sold down the river. Uh, it is a saying of betrayal. Dates back to the early 1800s when they would sell slaves down the Mississippi River into oh. the cotton plants. So, like when I, that's a rough history right there. Wow, wow, that's a heavy, not, heavy. Not thing. where I thought that was gonna go. Well, I, I, you guys mis said the the saying in the first place and tried to tie it to sold down the river. So sent down the river is that is that is there a different meaning? Sent uh, oh, I said da- sold down the river first, and then it got changed to we'll we'll go back I, and I re-listen. Said, maybe I said I don't know. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to steer him away. Did from, you say sold down the river? I did. Yeah, my bad. I was trying to steer you away from slave trading. My yeah. bad. Jeez, okay. there's a lot of uh, sayings you. like that. You know, you hear yeah. that you don't think about the connotations, like the the whole like there's one from the peanut gallery. Hey. That's that's a racist term. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah the 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 peanut gallery basically like in theaters back in the day there was a a, a section that you know was for you know quote unquote uh, colored people and it was called the peanut they called it the peanut gallery no really uh, yeah 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 and uh, it's so it's a super racist saying but you, people just don't think of it like that yeah i had no idea yeah well then if people don't think of it like that is it still a racist saying anymore like that's a little thing a lot of that a lot of this stuff this can't a lot of that stuff comes back to like where does intent happen well, you know what i mean like if i accidentally say soul down the river or right or i don't even actually say i use it as part of my well, language. crack the whip is another one right crack crack the whip has origins i thought that was from devo i don't know that's do 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 whip <laughs> hilarious uh devo super racist bet you didn't know that let me tell you about yeah. see that well but you're right so if you say a saying because it's just colloquial but you have no intent behind it it's just i think intent matters a, totally. it's a kitschy way of saying something yeah uh, does that make it racist or does it just make it no it it's definitely it's definitely used. a lot about intent yeah i mean you can't just assume that that somebody means something in, an, in a negative way they might not even know what it means. I have been ninety nine point nine percent of the population that uses the term peanut gallery has no I, idea. I'm one of the ones yeah, of that didn't an know. racist origin to the term. Like, and I think, but again, and that is the kind of. But thing. the one percent that does use it, super racist. Like, then knows what it is. That knows what it is. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, wouldn't that would be an interesting guy? Like, um, he knows where they all come from, and he's still using it. Right, like. <laughs> Guy who uses guy who uses racist terminology that no one else recommend re- recognizes. Like my grandmother was weirdly racist, but like she was racist. Like she would say things like, "Yeah, those those people too now they're Dutch. You know about the Dutch? <laughs> like, no, Grandma, I don't know about oh, yeah. the Dutch. Like, I think yeah. that's that generation. My granddad was the same way. It's like, oh, you know those people, like the Belgians. You know about you know? those Belgians? Yeah." Well, in New yeah. York in the Delicious day, it was waffles. like people crapping on the Irish and the Italians, and it was like you well, know, that's you, justified. Uh, that, you that could, was Irish and Italians. I mean, <laughs> that was a lot about Catholic, uh, Catholic stuff. I the mean, Catholic Protestant. <clears throat> thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, KKK was was not just what it's perceived as, as far as like lynchings and stuff. It was basically <laughs> like Protestants and and Irish and anyone that's not you know quote unquote native. Um, 
that's they had problems with that. I thought that was going to go a different way. He's like, they weren't just about lynchings. Like they did bake sales too. I mean, people <laughs> no, don't I'm understand. Sure, yeah. I'm sure they did. Like, <laughs> they got to come up with fun somehow. Ca- the Catholic luncheons, you know, right. they bring the potatoes. But no, out. that's why it was a big deal when JFK got elected because he was the first Catholic president, uh, Irish Catholic. And they shot him in the head. Yep. So, wow. Sold him down the river. Yeah. So Tippy River Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> we take it back to the origins. Uh, yeah, it's just about a fun time about kayaking and canoeing. Yeah. So if okay, so if I it, you said it's a technical float, if I go down the river and I'm not as technical as I might thought I was, is there assistance? Yeah. So I can go. I'm. Uh, I, I can train you. I can, we have beginner classes for anybody who's interested. Um, but if you're any kind of proficient and you can steer a canoe or a kayak, you're going to be fine. Okay. You're going to be fine. Are, are there just, levels like, uh, like of that? Like there are on like, like, uh, slopes where it's like a black diamond or, you know, purple heart or things like that to tell how difficult it is. As we get, uh, more sections cleared, we're going to have those classifications. We're actually going to classify it based on difficulty, water level and current, like, how fast the water is moving, yeah. and then whether or not it's a good fishing location. So okay. we're going to have those kind of those key metrics mapped out, so people will know when they come out what they're yeah. getting into. Me and, and me and the boy were out uh, on our channel uh, kayak fishing uh, all evening Saturday. It kind of shocked me, like four hours. This almost. hero over here, man, he and his daughter were out yesterday. Yeah, and she got out of the boat and she was climbing up on this tree. She had to have been six feet off the water. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's fun I, to see. I fell in the water. Out of the boat. So when I go down the river, like what's the time frame before you realize I'm not coming back? Like I've, like something bad has happened. Like when do you know? Okay, we got to go find Chris. When you start. Is so, it a 30 minute window? Like, oh, he's not back in 30 minutes. He's stuck. It's it's the official determination of a missing person. It's like 24, 24 hours. 24 hours. <laughs> well, I haven't seen Chris yet. So let's go looking. Yeah. And it really just comes down. I got this pool hook. And so I just drag the bodies over, and we just count them at the end of the day. And if you're not in there, we're like, well, he's stuck, you know, okay. over by the bridge or something. It sounds delightful. I can't wait to do a yeah. Tippy River adventure. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Stefan, what's going on with the brewing of beer and running a restaurant? Uh, running around. A lot of running around. Yeah? Yeah. Um, always got new stuff hatching. Um, the fruity stuff is what people want right now, so... Brewing a lot of that. A lot of the fruit. People like their beer to taste like fruits. Uh, they like their beer not to taste like beer. Uh, it's my belief that Americans today are all about flavor. Like the more flavor you can jam into something, the more they like it. So, you know, the the, the traditional beers, in fact, I'd, I'd love to dr- brew more traditional beers, but the traditional beers just don't move like the ones that taste like key lime pie or, you know, kiwi ice cream or things like that. I saw a funny post, or maybe you guys won't think this is funny, but I, I chuckled. Hey, it said, uh, we lost on, America. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, no, let me finish it. Let me let No, no, no. no, no. I want to do finish. a bet. I want, we <laughs> want to bet on it first of whether it's going to be funny or not. Got a dollar says it's not funny. <laughs> we, we can't bet on the same the same outcome. I'll bet that it's funny. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll we'll bet give you them odds. Right. I mean, you can give them odds, right? You could say 10 to 1. 10 to 1. No, no, no. No, but then he'll force laugh. Right, right. We'll just do Okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm betting on you, Jody. Here we go. We're, we're going with the third party vote, though. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Here we go, Jody. Here's your funny joke. Go. 
We lost America when we went from smoking Marlboro Reds to strawberry cheesecake. Because of the vape. Because of the vaping. Oh. <laughs> ah, right, got it. Uh, got it. I'm uh, laughing. No, I'm laughing because you had to explain it. Right. <laughs> yeah, any joke I was just thinking, <laughs> how do you smoke a cheesecake? I was thinking about cheesecake. how do you smoke a cheesecake? I was lost. I, like, you, were putting a char- you were putting a cheesecake in a Traeger. That's it. In my mind, I'm like, I don't get what we're doing here but i was going the other place like yeah shoving it in a bong and trying to smoke the strawberry cheesecake joke failed on many levels bro congratulations (laughs) i hate you guys oh i i I guess i I guess i owe you a dollar that's all right thanks brent thanks we'll save it for later yeah yeah so when do we get our freedom cats beer mr i make beer for a living and i'm on this show can have a Freedom Cats beer whenever you want. We, I feel like that's the reason right why we right started doing yeah. it. It's got to be the IPA, though, because <laughs> some people say uh, IPAs like smell like cat piss. So I'm just kidding. It doesn't have to be an IPA. I'm wait, wait, wait. Those rules. Oh, it smells like cat piss, Freedom yeah. Cats. Okay. I was yeah. like, what? We smell like cat piss? So it <laughs> needs to be. <laughs> All right. No, I, like, I, I don't care. Anything. One of these fruity ones, whatever. Just I want my name on a beer. All right. I want. Right? Right? I mean, this is kind of why we're doing Like, we got free coffee now from Wired and Steam Coffee. Shout out to them for being yeah, the official coffee Bingo. provider of the Freedom Cats podcast. Brian has got shirts coming. Merch is out there. Bro, the... Yeah. We're kind of paid to do this now between, you know, with some sponsors. And, I mean, it's, it's kind of working out. I mean, what I'll, else is I'll left? I'll have to think our, about what to make. I think an American light lager is uh, would be a good call. Are we going to call it Freedom Juice? Freedom, like Freedom Cats Ale or Freedom? Do a little lime in it. Freedom, Freedom Juice. I'm just saying, I think Freedom, Freedom Juice. Whatever. What did you say? Hey, Jody, Stefan came up with a great idea. Let's call it Freedom Juice. What did you say? Yeah, that does sound like a really good, it's literally my life right there. Summed up. That's my life. What did you, wait, what did you say that was different or the same? I said it exactly the same. He said it different because it hit when he said it. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Freedom Juice. Much like pimp juice, which we have, which I have. What, what is the flavor of pimp juice? It was like um, pain and regret. Uh, no, it was, uh, you know, it was like a monster. I mean, it was that kind okay. of like guarine. Like, okay. You know, all those things taste Caffeinated the same. Caffeinated yeah. syrup. Yeah. They all taste the same. Like they're all like those bangs. They're like, this is cheesecake. No, it's not. Right. No, it's not. Do you drink any of those? I drink like two or three a day. Two man. or three bangs a day. Yeah, is that the is, bang seems to run that market, right? Like, yeah, I used to be. I used to be down in two to three a day. I actually do monster more than more than anything else. Those yeah. absolute zero flavors or whatever. Every time I look at a monster, it just reminds me of that era. Like, where, remember that group that was that song that was like, oh, waka, ka, ka, dun, 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 dun. oh, waka, ka, ka. remember that song? No, drowning pool. Yeah, you know what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Monster, every time I see, like, a monster, I just hear Drowning Pool and, like, Limp Biscuit and, like... Prodigy. I, I, 
Right. That is not what I heard. When Our Lady Peace. We like, that. yeah, like I just think about that, that era of bad music. I associate their drink with bad music. And motocross. Sure. Giant flags on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Red Bull was like, we're going to do like aerial stunts. You know, like we're going, we're going to embrace like obscure European high end sports. Well, that's because it gives you wings. Squirrel suits and everything. I actually like, I like the branding of Red Bull because they got like the guys in the homemade carts jumping over bumps and like trying to kill themselves. And yeah, like discuss. That's pretty true. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good description. Yeah. So what's bang? Bang, uh, Post Malone. Oh, boy, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with the right. I'm sticking with the white white rapper thing. Okay. okay. Where it's like you look at it and you're like, yeah, I see the appeal. It's not as good as Eminem, but I see the appeal. You're doing something a little different. It's a little more poppy. Mishes. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes, oh, yeah. no. Look at the flavors. No, but like Bang, though, is like Chingon Kelly got bodied by Eminem to such a level that he was like, okay, I'm going to start wearing pink all the time and play the guitar. Like, I'm not going to rap anymore. And hang out with Megan Fox. Like, Yeah, he's totally, that's a great description. Bang is Machine Gun Kelly. No, but the, the, it would only work if Bang was like, we're not going to make energy drinks anymore. We're switching to. Well, they also have like something a, else. They like, have not, like a sweet tea. Like they make things outside. They have like pina colada and sweet tea. And so they are doing no, that. You guys are screwing with my analogy. It's a white. I don't like, think you do. Weird flavors. Yeah. That's no, what we're talking about. We just took your analogy and we perfected yeah, weird it. Weird flavors. Like. Yeah. How are you all looking at me like you you perfected it? You changed it drastically. Post Malone isn't a rapper, first of all. First of all, let's, he is. Let's call that out right now. He's an R&B guy. But his first three albums, he raps. Yeah, not really. White Iverson is a rap album. You can give me that look all you want. <laughs> I, I think the Machine Gun Kelly... And I'm, you're talking to somebody who's completely uninformed. All I know is like the two or three snippets I saw on Facebook with Megan Fox next to this dude. Makes you think of bang energy drink. Yep. I was like, that dude's banging. All the funky flavors. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Like yeah, Eminem, is, Eminem is original Red Bull, original Monster. You know, Eminem is the original flavor. Yeah. Eminem's painfully cool. Yeah. Like he's like, it's got to be uncomfortable to try to have a grudge that long. He's painfully cool. It's got to be exhausting. No? He's always, you know, got that kind of sour look on his face. It's like, yeah. do you ever have a good day, dude? Okay. He's got to okay. keep that persona You got to keep that cool persona. Okay. It's painful. All right. Yeah. I think we're wrong here, but let's move on. Uh, we, as in us. Is what he's saying. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I think we're wrong. We, yeah. You guys. <laughs> we're wrong. <laughs> so beer, beer's going well. Beer's How about going cars? Well. We don't have our- How about cars? Tell us about cars. Uh, cars has been better. Issues. I had a guy quit. Who three- isn't? I had a guy quit three times this weekend. Quit, came back, quit, came back, begged, quit, wanted to come back. Said he needed to clear his head, ask for a day off. So we quit three times, then asked for the day off. Um, 
But the thing is, yeah, so he's, a, he's an absolute nightmare of a human being. But, man, he sells cars. And that's the tough part. It's kind of like dating yep. a crazy girl. You Been know? There. It's like, man, there are parts of this that are awesome. But she also broke my TV. You know, and it's like, it's that, mm. it's that balance. That's kind of where I'm at. You got this. a story there? Because it sounds like an interesting one. Uh, that might have been a bit autobiographical at some Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we don't Crazy really. hot skill. Yeah. Anybody know the crazy hot skill? Oh, yeah, that's a great video. Yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube. Well, and that's the thing, though. Like, you're, well, and that's the thing with, like, it works with, like, employees that, yeah, the crazy hot skill works very much with my employees because it's like there's the level of just bullshit I have to put up with mm-hmm. against their performance, right? And the, 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 the bullshit scale never drops. It just keeps on climbing. It never stops. It just changes. Much like Machine Gun Kelly, it changes genres yeah. from time to time. Kind of like Bang Energy Drink. Right? It, it, might be, it might be my girlfriend broke up with me. My dad didn't hug me enough. I got to miss work for, because I got a parole. Th- I mean, it, it, it changes all the time. That scale never goes down, though. It's the performance piece. And that, that, that's the tough thing, though, because you have to maintain this or... Right. It's harder to get this to the performance to go up and all the time. You got to be constantly selling, and if it doesn't, you got to go. So yeah, it's yeah. going well. Had a guy, yeah. That's the biggest thing is is employment. So what what is the uh, what's been the the catalyst for the uh, improvement in inventory turnover? We're just buying them. We're just buying them. We just we is don't. it more availability? Not, necessi- not necessarily, not actually, not necessarily at all in any of those things. Prices are still crazy, and they're not going anywhere Demand. for a while. Demand. Oh. Um, no, we're just uh, Rob, who buys our buying, is just kind of put tr- putting trust in everybody else, and he's like, yeah, "I know you'll sell it, so I'm just going to keep buying them." Right on, and that's great. Yeah, you guys had a Tesla there for a while, and you, did you sell that? We've had three Teslas in the last, and we've we've sold them. It's it's tough. It's tough selling a Tesla from my lot. I think because, like, if you're buying a Tesla, like, I've had conversations with folks where I'm like, yeah, I can get you a used Tesla. And they're like, used Tesla? That's a thing? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I've been making them for, like, five or six years, man. Like, yeah, there's used ones out there. Um, it's a tough car to buy used, though, if I'm being perfectly honest, because, like, it, it, the company views it much like a phone rather than a car. Like, the biggest piece that's tough is, like, Jody, if you buy a Tesla, right, and while you own it, you download a bunch of the upgrade. Because if, if people don't know, like with a Tesla, you can literally upgrade the car via App Store, mm-hmm. right? You can make the car go faster by downloading an update on the App Store, okay. right? Um, you can do all sorts of buy all sorts of stuff to make your car driving experience better via app, which is kind of a weird thing, but it, it is what it is, right? So if Jody owns the car and buys a bunch buys a bunch of updates, and then sells it. You, Stefan, buy a used car with these upgrades, right? But Tesla, as part of the terms of terms of agreement, can remove all the updates that he bought under his ownership mm-hmm. now that he's changed ownership. Okay. So and you, all the porn. You're going to probably want to take that off, right? Especially your weird porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's just not, there's nothing vanilla about you, man. It's always, you know, it's... Jeremiah Johnson porn. Right, yeah, it's just weird stuff. Colonial Um, dresses. So the free charges, because I know that the uh, old, uh, the original, the Model S, Mm -hmm. came with uh, free charging for life. 
for a while. And uh, so I'm assuming that goes away. Upon I, I'm, I'm, of ownership I'm, as I well. would imagine that, yeah, the original owner has that privilege, not yeah. you. So yeah, do yeah. they have, is there, because it's electronic and there's all these apps, has anyone been hacking these cars? Oh, is there I'm like sure. Norton like like anti-break them? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you're driving along, you don't want to have, you know, some spoofing app hit the car and shut it down, right? Um, yeah, I, I did. I, I hadn't considered that, and I don't know if that's an issue. I think jailbreaking is an issue already. Yeah. Like people are hacking them, and like so, you don't have to buy ludicrous speed from the app store. You can just download it illegally. Well, that's yeah. Then I would assume that sometime in the future that there's going to be an issue with software security in these cars. Oh, I'm. I have no doubt. I mean, again, it, it's just like anything else, any other electronic thing, right? Your phone or anything else. Yeah. Exactly. And as we as we saw recently in our local news, cybersecurity is more important than ever. I was not trying to force that into the conversation, by the way. I was literally asking if there was like Elon Musk had been like, oh, I'm partnered with Norton antivirus software because, you know, Korea is trying to hack our Teslas. Right. Okay. And I was just saying there was a thing in the news that I know, about cybersecurity. I, I just didn't want to feel like it was a forced shift in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, fun fact, no one else would have thought it was a forced thing into the conversation except for the people at the table okay well now then you forced. said it machine gun kelly bang thing all over it. yeah how's it feel being on the other side of that yeah, yeah it's, it it's, it's infuriating it isn't it a little it bit i've tasted that poison it is bitter no did you guys seriously did you guys follow that story uh our county got duped out of three hundred thousand dollars yeah an email hoax i read the article i laughed All right, yeah. good, good talk. No, 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 I, no, I read good. the article. All right, let's move it on. And all I could think was, all right, who who's this person that was paying it? Like the people that get taken advantage of with like phishing stuff and like those phone calls. Like, oh, you're. Oh, it was a senior hacked. citizen uh, behind the. It was a. That's, that's it had what to I'm have saying. been a senior. I mean, it was it we was a senior citizen. I don't know who number. it was. What would have made it better was if. The, the person who did it was quoted saying it was a Nigerian prince and the Nigerian prince said we were going to get $9 million back. <laughs> so if, so if, you, if you're not familiar with the story, uh, our local county, Kosciuszko County, they were doing a project. They were providing emergency radios and building like an emergency radio network for first responders, essentially. And they had a, vet, they had a company out of Columbia City that, was, that did the work to the tune of like $300,000. The auditor... I think um, is the person who basically is accounts payable gotcha. um, got an email that said, Hey, uh, real quick ACH, you know, automatic clearing house, basically, yeah. you know, yeah. direct deposit. Um, we're, we're changing the routing number and bank account. They get this in an email. Somebody emailed routing information in a bank account, uh, emailed this to them say, Hey, we're changing this. And the person on the other end of the email said, Okay, and went about their day, and um, I just the thing that stinks is like this was that AA that ARP money, basically federal monies to help out local communities. So it was initially kind of found money, right? That three hundred thousand was found money. It was it wasn't budgeted money. It was money from the feds that every community has, and there's different ways that they can spend that. But they gave the free money away, and there's no getting it back. Like the insurance company has said, that was a, the insurance company has said like, uh, no, we're not paying this. Like, no. And so the money's going to come from somewhere because they paid the actual vendor too. The vendor oh. got their money. Oh. 
So it's a six hundred thousand dollars swing, basically, is what we're. Well, what we're but no, again, it's at three hundred. It's three because the other money was found money. Right now, but that three hundred thousand could have been used in other ways to better the community. Right. Um. But yeah, it's a three hundred thousand swing. More than anything, it just looks really bad. Well, I think it's more than looks bad. I mean, they're gonna recoup that money. So, like my home, my home value is going to magically again increase by twenty percent next do you, year. Do you think that the email was in broken English, like most of them are? Hello, friend. Account number changed. Can right. please you send? <laughs> well, and the frustrating thing about it is like, there's two very easy things that could have happened to prevent something like this, right? A, a phone call, a phone call. It's a three hundred thousand dollar bill. Someone's someone's yeah. change. Chris, a, but a company the, okay, is so to be fair to whoever whoever this is, and to be fair to um, the governmental organization, phishing scams have gotten so much better. So it's not just one of these random emails. They actually go find people in whatever this business is, so they have the names, and they can refer to those names to give it credibility. There is a lot that really goes into these phishing scams that that makes them a lot trickier. They'll even they'll even use the email, but then they'll change out a, one uh, or two of the letters but, to and, make it I so you know. really have to look close. Okay, look close. You mean like clicking on it and seeing where the email address? Because it says the name, right? It'll say if I get an email, it'll say Jody Claypool, and then if I click on Jody Claypool, it'll say Jody Claypool we're, at weirdporn.com. Right now, we're armchairing this. We're quarter we're quarterbacking this with hindsight. We have the benefit of hindsight. How well, many emails do you go through in a day? Let me. Oh, dozens. Right. So, easily. so if you've got somebody and they're in a job and it's just click, 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 and they got to just get through a thousand emails every hour. I mean, this but we're is, not talking about a we're not talking about a no. uh, we're not talking about a five thousand dollar catering bill, no, right? It's a hundred thousand dollars. We're saying this in hindsight, though. Yeah, but no, I had a friend that messages me on Facebook Messenger. He's like, "Hey, dude, I had a rough weekend. Something happened. Can you Venmo me twenty bucks?" And I'm like, "Oh, really? Rough weekend, huh? Uh, okay. Um, hey." Uh, you know how what what happened and it was very vague and i'm like okay well i'm just gonna facebook message call him and somebody answered which i thought was the worst decision on these scammers part he's like hello and i'm like dude you're not so-and-so and he's like oh yes i am i'm like <laughs> i'm like no you're not i know his voice he's a friend of mine just because we're Facebook That's acquaintances fantastic. doesn't mean I don't know who this person is. And then after we get off the phone, he's like, so are you going to send me the 20 bucks? And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, well, please send the confirmation afterwards. So I just went online and found a picture of somebody mooning someone and sent the picture of somebody mooning someone. But that this is a person who, like, I am friends with. I do have an emotional attachment with. They're like... Many people would just say, oh, yeah, no problem. But it's 20 bucks, not 300000 Okay, so what we're talking about is different than a Venmo. So what we're talking about is, and I get these all the time. I'm sure you guys do, too. You get your bank statements. Your bank statement says PNC, blah, 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 blah. It's got all the information, right? How many times do you get those in a week? Okay. Right? So now imagine you're working in a government position, and you're getting a bazillion of these. It's this email, right? And all you're doing is scanning it to see if um, the title of the company is right 
And if there's any relevant information, you need to pull out of it. Now, I'm I'm not saying it, it's okay what happened. I'm just saying I can see how it happened. Okay. And so this person went and scanned and said, oh, okay, we've just got this transactional change. This company, which I can read, and I know we do work with this company, and we've had repeated conversations, is changing their banking information. And just went ahead and changed it and didn't think twice about it. Now, in hindsight... That person's probably like, wow, that's, I'm, you know, I'm going to get fired or whatever. And the county looks kind of foolish, but these phishing scams get really, really good. Or they're getting really, really good. And obviously they managed to scam the county out of 300 grand. And I'm I sense, I, I get the thing, I get that things happen. I do get that. Obviously I'm not a monster. Yeah. Things happen. I'm sure this person feels absolutely awful about what happened. Doesn't change the fact. It's not your money. It's not your money. It's other people's hard-earned money taken against their will. And you have a, you, I'm sorry, you have a, you have a responsibility that, uh, that other people don't have. If I'm managing your money for something, yeah, yeah, I need to be more careful with what I do than my own money. It's not their money. It's not. And the fact that they come out then and they say, hey, we've got these new procedures, okay? We're going to double check we're going to double check yeah. account changes. That's a new procedure in 2022. A certain level like, of due diligence is necessary. And, and again, it's not it. even, that's fair. I'm not even that's talking fair, about, that's a fair point. I'm not even talking about when we talk about due diligence, I'm not even talking about like email scanning and IP address tracking and blah, 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 blah. No, pick up a phone. It's a vendor you're working with, right? You've got them on the books. Yeah. Hey, Sally over in, over at this place or Bob or whoever the person is just want to verify this email I got from you make sure that I got the account number right. Cause I, I'd hate to send the money to the wrong person. That person says, I don't know what you're talking about. Boom. Problem solved. But what did they do? Instead, they keep it behind closed doors. They hide. If you read the article, right? That article dropped on May 26th or something. First line, several weeks ago, this happened. Now, I don't know what several means, but I do know an election happened. I do know an election date happened somewhere within those several weeks. This was, guarantee you, they would have kept this behind closed doors for as long as human possible. Shout out to whoever in our local media got tipped off on this and actually started doing their job and investigated this story. Um, but yeah, it's other people's money. And that's the piece, I, that's the problem I have with it. And for someone to say, oh, you know, and there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, feeling like people should just understand that they feel bad. They should feel bad. They blew, they, they, they lost $300,000 of other people's money. And just the fact that you feel bad isn't enough. You think of this person, let's say we, they had that call in place and they called the number to check if it was legit. And that Indian dude would have answered and been like, Oh yes, I am that vendor. Do you think they still would have? <laughs> That's a good, good question. Good I'm going to say no, but it, here's the thing for me. It's bigger than that. It's all of government at this point mm. feels like that's their money. Like when, yeah, when there was right, a four right, million yeah, or four that. billion dollar surplus at the state level and they discussed about sending refunds back to people. Uh, the whoever the yo-yo is that's representing like the Bremen area piped up and said, well, we need to take care of our house first before we send any money out to anybody. And I just like it's not your money. Hang Jackass. on one second. Next time I have, I'm required to pay to the state. Guess what? I'm not sending my money because I got to take care of my house first. 
Right. Like, well, so that's the maddening thing too. Is like there's a four billion dollar, and now it's six. Right. And just wait till next year yeah. because the gas prices they're yeah. getting almost a dollar a gallon now. Yeah. So here, yeah, there's an idea. Maybe turn off the spigot. You've got six billion in the bank. Hold off. Maybe turn off the spigot for a little bit. Let that settle out. Quit taking fifty cents every day. 50 cents per gallon on a da- on a on a gas tax which is only going to expand. Yeah. We're um, one of 16 states that does that. We are the fifth highest in right. the country. Yeah. In Podunk, Time, Indiana. I, I I see a lot of men and women every year running as fiscal conservatives. It's time to show it. It's time but to show it. No one is in government right now. Time to show it. Quit taxing me. You got 6 billion in the bank. I think you're good for a minute. And also if you're if you're managing other people's money, just be careful. Be more careful. That's all. For sure. So what do we do locally to encourage these fiscal conservatives to be fiscal conservatives? Well, I think we people pay attention to these stories. And actually, I would love to see people. We can't keep waiting around for the re-election. What's one of those happening? things? What are, what are the mechanisms that we can get? To hold the hand of the fire. It's, I mean, as a, a manager, as a business owner, it's one of those things where you, at a certain point, you have to hold, hold the person's hand of the fire. And that's the and, problem that people want. Okay, that, that's great in words, but what does that mean? What does that look like? Petitions? So you show up, you show up to these, here's the thing, you show up to these public published meetings that happen in you actually show up and you make your voice heard. It's too easy to be in the comment section of Ink Free News and these other things. I'm right. sorry. You're That's not right. a hero. You're not brave. Right. You're not an activist. You're you're sitting at work, you probably using someone else's time and money to sit there and comment on Facebook stuff. You're not mm-hmm. an activist, so give me a break. All right? You want to make change? Show up. Go to a meeting. And I'm not saying show up like run for office or anything. Just show up. Show up at the commissioner's meeting and express that you're mad. If you're so mad about this money, show up to the meeting and let them know. And the thing is that you won't. And that's what happens. You won't show up. You won't show up. And so they can do this thing. They can get away with it. And they will. No one's going to lose their job over this. Nobody. I got banned from Facebook for saying that exact thing and not so many words. Just saying it's because of lazy American voters. I got banned from Facebook for that. But it's the truth. Because people will comment on Ink Free, but... They won't follow through and and do anything about it. Right. Okay, so we get a whole bunch of people to show up. Okay, what are, what are they doing? They just spending time on the microphone. Are they yelling in the back of the room. Well, I think it's up a, signs. What are we What are we talking about here? What are, What is their engagement at these meetings? So your engagement in the meeting is being a a to having your voice having that voice heard. And again, as as Stephen said, you're applying pressure. You're applying what, pressure yeah. for in active what way? change. They're going up to the microphone and addressing right. these guys directly. Or Joe, they, you're talking about you're talking about politicians, right? You're talking about people whose lives depend on being liked, right? Yeah. They're very they, and their their entire makeup is I want you to like me. So if yeah. fifty people, a hundred people show up threatening the idea that you're not liked any longer, effective change will happen. Yeah, but then you've got okay. So let's take this to a larger. Let's take this to the federal stage. Okay. So you've got Trump rallies. You've got bazillions of people showing up at the Trump rallies, right? They're obviously, there's a huge population that was supporting that president, mm-hmm. right? And then you're at, you're looking at the rallies for Biden, who didn't even really come out of his basement, still got elected. Now you've got a huge part of the population that's starting to get motivated to see some sort of change. But there's no, there's no way where there's no good picture that shows if you show up at a rally or you show up at these meetings, that voice changes anything 
other than you get put on a list somewhere and investigated by the FBI. Okay, a couple, a few things. That, uh, that was a lot. There's, there's a lot there. Yeah. So come um, on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, billions of people at Trump rallies. Let's start there. Um, Donald Trump was elected because he tapped into a section of the populace that was ignored. This Basically, this geographic yeah. area. Right, rural voter. Um, yeah. Donald Trump won because the genius of that campaign, and give me, forget, forget all your nonsense about Russians, and it's all, it's all garbage. Donald Trump won because- Doesn't matter. I didn't say anything about Russians. No, 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 I'm talking about, I'm yeah. talking about people, because people try to dissect, how did this happen? Yeah. And for four years, it was, right. it was the Russians. No, it wasn't the Russians. It was a brilliant campaign. And the brilliance of that campaign, when they went into, when they went into Pennsylvania- I'm not talking about his first win. I'm talking about this last election. Okay. Okay, so whatever you're going to say about that, I'm talking about the last election. The last election. I'm going to build about. to the last election. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. It's just a, it just seems like a long time. It's going to take you a while to percolate up to the point. But go, go. No, no. Okay. Do, do whatever. Stephen, what do you what do you think? <laughs> um, you know, here, I don't know the the way people get voted in anymore is is by tapping into the disaffected. By the in his case, you know, white rural voters uh, in 2016. Um, I, I think that I disagree with the idea that it was just white rural voters that put down. Well, it was it was factory workers, and you know, it was the it was a population of this country working, that got absolutely crapped on for the last 25 years. Yeah. We stopped making things. Those people were ignored. Those people, those towns died. Those communities died. And someone came along and spoke to him. When he went to Pennsylvania, he was talking about things that affected Pennsylvanians. He was basically running for governor of Pennsylvania. He was running for governor of Michigan. The thing They didn't talk about you know, Biden or Hillary goes in there and it's all about these national type issues. People don't care. They don't care. They care about what affects them. They care yes, about, correct. that's how he won. What he lost, he lost because he got away from those things. He got away from his populist message that elected him. Then a pandemic happens, whether it's, how much of it was manufactured or not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Pandemic happens. He, January, you know, well, January 6th was after, excuse me, but the pandemic happens and suddenly all the, suddenly you're in your home all this time. You're not able to do things. Yeah. And Biden, Biden wins because, because it got to a point where you forgave a lot of the nonsense because things were going well. Things aren't, again, the hot, the hot scale, the hot, crazy scale, right? It applied to Trump more than anyone. Things are going great. I'll put up with Kava V and mean tweets and everything else. But then the pandemic happens and the his brashness at the microphone, he starts saying things. You start people start thinking how much of this is how much of this response is because of him. What are we going through? It's because of him. And yeah, Biden wins. Yeah, see, I don't see it that way at all. At all. Okay. Yeah. So January sixth, you just kind of skimmed over that, right? But so January 6th happens, right? People show up to have a voice and now there's people sitting in prison somewhere without any sort of, you know, jurisdiction. Well, when you show up and have a voice and kill police officers, yeah, you've crossed, that's, you've, you've that's crossed the Rubicon. That's such a poor message. Why, I don't know why you would reinforce that message. People, what? police officers died. Yeah, that's great. There, but there's no, the, the substantiation for why they died or what happened there. It, it, it wasn't a mob, the mob, the worst thing that the mob really did was going to places in a government building that they weren't supposed to go into. And everybody keeps reinforcing that this mob was going around killing people. Re- Bro, I've watched videos of a police officer beaten with with 
poles and sticks and bats, a cop. So the same people who are trying to protect the blue line beat a cop to death. Yeah, I. So yeah, don't go to don't go to don't go to your local chamber meeting and beat any police officers to death, please. On both sides, it's just hypocrisy. And here's what about January 6th that I don't understand is that there were bombs planted at both the RNC and DNC, and it's just disappeared. I mean, I'm not conspiracy theorying, but there were bombs at both places. And now everybody's concerned about these guys with picket signs, uh, you know, going where they shouldn't go and, and things like that. But what about this over here? Like, See, I think, I think a lot of this is just choreographed uh, anxiety. I think there was, there, there was enough... There was enough evidence that there were plants inside that crowd trying to motivate that crowd to be aggressive, and the crowd was resisting against those plants, those moles that were trying to. Who, who were? Uh, who are you supposing the moles were? They were from uh, three-letter organizations. So there's people pointing at a, a person in the crowd saying FBI, 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 KKK, KKK, KKK. I don't know that. I don't know what you're talking about. Well. It, so the so the idea is that the federal government, the feds, incited the riot. Incited is the what riots. You're I think that they had people in that, and people were calling them out. Yeah, I think there were there was people there. So what's the what's the Bennett? Why? Okay, uh, I'm I'm game. Why? What? Why are FBI agents inciting riots? It, now, was the incitement of the riot? just because there were FBI in the crowd or were the FBI like, oh, you need to go break in this place. You know, Trump said it. I don't know. I don't know. No, but no, I mean, but it's kind of a... No, it's a valid, it's a valid point. No, that's right. I, because if people are upset because there's undercover presence, yeah. they should be upset at everything that we go to uh, because there's always an undercover presence. So, okay. So, so then the question becomes, as people are going to this and they're hearing all this this panic and all these conspiracy theories and all this stuff going on. What you've got is you've got people who no longer feel like going to these commissioner meetings or going to any of this stuff, first of all, makes any difference. It's not going to change who gets elected. They're not going to change their behaviors. Okay. And second of all, you get put on a list or you get wrapped up into this crazy, you know, uh, deep state. See, again, I'm, I'm looking at this locally. Okay. Yeah. The argument right. that going to the meeting doesn't do anything. I've gone to enough meetings where I'm the only guy in the audience. Yeah. I have no, I have, I have zero patience for that argument because I go to a lot of these things and I'm the only dude there. City, city council meetings. Uh, you go to, you go to commissioner meetings. Yeah. It's, it's the same people every there. It's county employees. It's political people, you know, like, uh, Chairman Ray, you know, the Republican chairman, he goes to those things all the time. Right. It's the same 12 people there all the time. And again, that's the thing. It's super easy to get on a Facebook and say, this isn't going to make a difference. So I'm just going to comment. Show up. Show up. Okay, so a thousand people go with you. What are the what do the thousand people do that are behind you? Are every one of those people going to get up to the microphone? Are they holding up signs? What are they doing? I think any of those, any and all. Like, okay. Yeah. That, that was my yeah. original question. Right. What, what is the expectation if you want all these people to go to this meeting? You want them to get up and talk? Do you want them to get up and hold up signs? Do you want them to s pass around petitions? What's the... I think any and all of that. And yeah, yeah, because there's just showing up seems like it has no... Like for me, I'd be like, why would I show up unless I'm going to do something? Unless there's something for me to do to engage that person and let them know, hey, I'm a person over here and you need to pay attention to me. 
But if I'm just a body, I could be on the other side of the aisle. They don't know who's on what side of the aisle. Well, I think if you're at a meeting where 12 people usually show up and then suddenly there's 50 people there, they're there for an, they're there for a reason. And okay. Then, and then, so then that brings up the, wow, usually that brings up the, okay, this thing that I'm talking about today, this one matters. And we need to address this and we need to hear these people. When no one's there and yeah. no one's there to voice their thoughts on these things, yeah. they, they suddenly, suddenly it's like, well, what I think on this is what matters most. So maybe, maybe Chris needs to start a charter and say, sign up behind me. Be like, I'm the voice of this position. And then those thousand people, you can say, all the people behind me represent what I'm about to tell you. Right. But again, I don't feel like this per particular position that started this conversation isn't all that controversial. I'm saying if you're going to send someone $300,000, just make sure it's the right account. Okay. That's right? great. But like, then it transitioned into, if you want to see change at the local level, execute some sort of change, show up to the meeting. 100%. Right. So then it's like, okay, let's show up at the meeting. I'm just a body in a sea of bodies. So but I, I think a lot of people are like me. They don't know what that means. Like, I'm not involved in politics. Showing up at a building where people who most, most of the time, from what I can tell, just disregard what people are saying anyways, and have no interest in hearing what the actual population wants. Like you guys were just saying, even the fiscal conservatives aren't acting like fiscal conservatives, right? So how do you get those people to listen? And you're saying show up at a meeting. Okay. Show up in a meeting, be an active voter, like actually care about what happens. In Indiana, here's what happens. People walk into a, a polling station and pick Republican. And that's it. That's what they do. They don't know anything about their their policies, their you know, their their belief system or anything like that. They just hit the button that says I'm voting straight ticket. I think a lot of people don't even care about the voting because they don't have any faith in it. Well, there it's it's a it becomes a circular argument because people that don't care don't go vote. People that vote pick straight ticket. Then people think nobody cares. Then more people don't vote. Right. It's, it's a, a circular, circular argument. You don't vote because it doesn't it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything because you don't vote. Seven seven percent of Warsaw residents vote. 7%, 21% of registered county residents voted in the last primary. 21%. 21% of the people in this county decided the future of this county for the next four years. 21%. So if 79% of registered voters come out, I'm just so disaffected. No, you just didn't go vote on a Tuesday. And they're doing everything they can to make it easier for you. Um, I think like the voting centers that they've established now, you don't have to go to your particular polling place at a certain time. Just go vote anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's a step in the right direction. Um, I just 79, you can't, I, I have a hard time with the whole, like when it's so 80, per, almost 80% of the people. The argument that I've heard you, you make repeatedly, which I think is a valid argument is the value in our electoral system is at the local level. hundred percent. So I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. And that,